Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Well, hello, hello, hello out there, my listening audience. It's your girl, Barbara McGee, celebrity makeup artist to the stars, and you're listening live to Straight Talk from the Hired Breast. And you know what? I am just so happy right now to be in the penthouse, even though we relocated the penthouse, you know, to Southern California. Oh, but let me tell you, I've got a couple illustrious uh, cohorts this evening for your entertainment and your information. Uh, I want to introduce my co-host and executive producer, wealth expert, Mr. Rodney Best. How you doing, Rodney? Hey, Barbara. I'm blessed, you know, with um, with the festivities that occurred this weekend and, and just with me uh, seeing another day and with seeing some black unity, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling really tremendously blessed right here today, and I hope it's rubbing off on people. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I was ununified as I was in SoCal, and we had nothing of the sport happening in SoCal. There was a couple of things happening. Don't get me wrong. You know, L.A. is always on the burn. But uh, uh, before we get started, uh, speaking to our special guest tonight, Mr. James Moore, a resident and activist in Oakland, California, and uh, he's going to give us a little backdrop about the uh, 50th annual celebration of the Black Panther Party and how that played out over this past weekend. We're excited to have him in the bed. Uh But before we go any further, a congratulations is due, Rodney. Guess what? Some friends to the show have won some awards, so I got a big list right here. We're going to start at the top of the list with the Bay Area Black Music Appreciation and Achievement Award for 2016. It goes out to Valerie Trout, and we want to recognize Valerie Trout and let you guys know that Valerie's going to be performing at Yoshi, so get your tickets in November. You can see her for yourself. We thank you for all that you do, Valerie Trout. Love you and bless you. Another friend to the show. Uh, now, Rodney, remember when Berkeley High School had that incident last year and they walked out? Do you remember that? Of course. Yes. I remember we had the exclusive. We had the uh, NAACP uh, CP Youth Council from Berkeley, Albany, and Emeryville. And remember how those young ladies went straight to action? Right, and they were calling out for action and support. Absolutely. Well, we're going to give a shout-out to Moni Law, attorney at law, who was uh, who is a friend to Straight Talk, but she is the attorney who saw fit to be part of the Youth Council for the NAACP in Berkeley, Albany, and Emeryville. She has received a highest recognition award for what she did in her service 
supporting those young people. Also, Bernadette Coleman, uh, the chapter's uh, uh, counselor, also was given a highest achievement award. And we want to thank them for their great work and their mentorship to our young people, particularly when they were in trouble and were getting death threats at Berkeley High. So that is how it's done. Hey, without further ado, <laughs> uh, we're here. Uh, we want to celebrate T25CL. Boy, it's happening tonight. <laughs> T25CL and their big event. Now, of course, I know you weren't invited. It's a secret list, so I'm not allowed to talk about it. But I will say that candles are burning on both ends, Rodney. L.A. is yes. on fire. And uh, anyway, right. if you're anybody and everybody, the T25CL family will be giving you information about all the greatest things that are happening here within our wonderful entertainment family. Okay, so our special guest tonight in the penthouse is Mr. James Moore. Welcome, James, to Straight Talk. Thank you for having me, Barbara and Rodney. Appreciate uh, being on your show. Absolutely. Well, we love having you. Well, now, listen, we're going to get cut to the chase. Now, we are <laughs> in this place, and we weren't on the list. And we want to know, we understand it was the 50th celebration of the Black Panther Party in Oakland, California, that started Thursday night of this past weekend. You're an Oakland resident. Tell us a little bit about your company, and then tell us about the festivities. Well, I um, have an organization called the African American Business Exchange, and we have been around for quite a while, about 30 years. And what we primarily focused on when we first started was bringing small black businesses together. We used to have a lot of mixers where we would uh, rent out a venue and we would invite uh, small black businesses to introduce themselves to one another and to start doing business with one another. In oh, I cases, love that concept. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In most cases, we would highlight one or two businesses for the evening and let them talk about and expand on their product or service that they offered the community. And then, of course, we would do networking where everybody would have their business cards and they would pass them out. So it will be some social socialization. So, for example, if someone was at the meeting and they were a graphic artist, for example, they can talk about the type of uh, services they provide, either setting up business cards and things of that sort. Now, keep in mind, this was, you know, 30 years ago, so you know, a lot of stuff is, is so automated these days and you can get things done right online without needing anybody uh, through various sources, but it was critically important back in the uh you know the mid eighties for black people to find out who and where our businesses were because quite frankly it's still a challenge even today that you know we don't have a Chinatown, we don't have uh a Fruitvale district, if you will, here in Oakland where there's the primarily Latino businesses. And, you know, of course we're not downtown on Broadway. I mean, there are one or two here and there, but we don't have a concentrated community. Um, like, for example, even in L.A., they had Lemert Park at one time was a very prominent area for black businesses. But from what I hear 
recently, um, that is, is being gentrified. So Yes, it, it has, it has. But we did find out just recently, and I do want to say this, uh, that uh, the, there are 10 um, highly efficient and wealthy communities in the United States, the top 10. Three of them, believe it or not, are in Los Angeles surrounding the Lamert Park Basin. So we found out where the wealth was, and when we found out where the wealth was, then that's where I guess we want to encourage trade and get businesses to go online and list maybe with your organization so the rest of us can find them and purchase and support them. Good. Good idea. You know, i got a question for you, James. You know, in when I got out of college and I moved to California in 1978, I, I stopped in Oakland, you know, went down, hung out and did a little bit in San Diego, lived in L.A. for a minute. And, man, when I got to Oakland, it was like the chocolate paradise. They, they call it the chocolate city. What do you think happened to black Oakland? You know, I... I, I understand about online. I understand people don't people don't uh, uh, generate face to face conversations the way they used to. But what do you think just happened to Black Open? What what happened? What do you think? Well, Rodney, I think it's a combination of of different things that happen, and I think it's a similar thing that happens in other metropolitan areas where you have a at least at one time, a high, a high concentration of black people in the city, let's say 30 to 40 percent. And, you know, in, in the South, it's even a much larger percentage of blacks. But if you don't establish an economic base, a sustainable economic base, where people who can develop real estate, can develop and maintain businesses, if that doesn't start and grow and, you know, maintain itself and grow, then those businesses will soon dissipate. And then in addition to that, just like so many cities uh, where there's a high concentration of blacks, there was also a high concentration of drugs being imported into the community. And when you then, of course, have that in addition to alcoholism and unemployment, you know that's just a, um, a a mixture of circumstances that can frustrate a community, and uh, then people will begin to move away because all of that is associated with crime as well. And so uh, many people left Oakland and wanted to go to the suburbs. They got all excited about Antioch and Pittsburgh and Sacramento and Stockton, and so they. You know, trick. Home. It was a trick. Of course. No, we actually. I thought. I thought. I thought we actually. We actually settled Antioch and Pittsburgh. It was. It were black cities, and we got. Right. We got ran from ran from Antioch Pittsburgh, and we came into the bay, and we got ran. <laughs> we didn't get. We didn't get moved from the bay. It seemed like we got ran out of the bay. But 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 one 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 other quick question as you're elaborating because you're you're dead on the point. Black lash. It was a word that came up right after uh, Lionel Wilson came out of office, and they said the black lash. They were lashing us. 
there was there was a, a degrading. Do you feel that there was a degrading of the African American family concept, the African American business concept? Do you feel there was an there was a degrading of the African American mm-hmm. male, the African American black businessman? Did you did you did you feel that after Lionel Wilson got out of office, you started to see that? I mean, the black banks folded and left Oakland. So, you know, did did you feel that? Well, yeah, that's been going on from the beginning of time. I mean, they never wanted black people to prosper. I mean, you know, even when the so-called black people were freed from slavery, uh, there was always a concerted effort to uh, create mischief and chaos for the black family, for the black community. And even when black people did their best to try to maintain what they had, when you have to continue going back to your slave master for a job or, you know, just to get by, they're not going to provide you what you needed. And then, of course, when you try to uh, create and sustain businesses, you know, we as black people, unfortunately, always felt that the other people's water was colder than ours. But, of course, then there's still a lot of different scenarios and reasons why you know, the so-called blackish, as you uh, refer to it, failed because we didn't have the kind of leadership. You know, we had organizations and like the Black Chamber of Commerce and, you know, the churches weren't the kind of church leadership that did all the necessary elements in order to maintain our community. I mean, for example, we never had a sustainable political organization or process that made certain that we had quality uh, potential uh, candidates in every election, whether it's mayor, city council, school board, on the county level. You know, we never developed that to a point to where it was really effective so that we can have a political base that will always have someone recruiting coming up and of course we don't and and if you don't have uh excuse me one second i wasn't expecting that oh well that's okay uh we've got a caller on the line hey uh it's a straight talk it's your girl barbara you're live why don't you just state your name where you're okay. from and did you have a question or comment go ahead hello oh yeah I'm, well we must James, I'm so sorry. We must have a listener here. It is a call-in show. I know this. Okay, is good. Time. No, great. But I think we just had a listener that's listening, and that's okay. We encourage listening. And you know what? I I really respond well to what you're saying, James. We have to have you for the full hour in the penthouse so we can hear and get some direction on how to reestablish uh, our business sense and create a, a a healthy setting so we can do business with one another. But if I may just interject this, uh, gentlemen, you know, I've had my coffee tonight, so I'm I'm ready. I'm ready in the pen out. Okay. And then we're going to go right into the Black Panther Party and the festivities. But, you know, um, I think, um, you know, as a person that has worked in service, I think it's important for us to recognize what we're looking for when we spend our money. And unfortunately, you know, when we start to see, and I'm talking about black people, black women, black men, black children, 
particularly when you go in a place and you see that they're following you around in the store. They don't welcome you as you are to shop. Um, You know, there's nothing there that speaks to you because it's for you. Then, you know, we need to stop reaching in our pockets. And then when we do come over to do business with the people who have what we want, who look like we look, I mean, when I and I deal with a black woman face-to-face. I need eye contact. I need follow-up. I need her to nurture me. Why do I need more from her? Because I'm going to pay more to her. So that is really what we have to start encouraging amongst each other when we do business is to have a better sense of customer service, of clienteling. That's what we have to reestablish because that's when you get the big spenders anyway. Do you agree, gentlemen? You, you know, Barbara, I, I, I think you, you hit a nail on the head, and it was a question that I wanted to 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 ask. And you, 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 you and I were feeling the same thing. I was like, how can the black male and the black female help each other out in today's marketplace? And I, and I think you, you said it. You know, we need to start looking at each other and realizing there are places that, we don't need to ask questions. We just need to close our wallets, close our, our communication, close our support, and move on to something else and something new. And, you know, I, I, I concur with you. You know, there's there's too much of uh, insecurity, is for, for, for lack of a better word that I could, you know, say, but there's too much insecurity that we're allowing people to use for no purpose whatsoever. You know, you walk, we, walk, we walk a different walk, we talk a different talk, and I think it's high time that we start demanding a respect of ourselves. And that's, and that's when we begin to see a change. We don't have to go there. We could go somewhere else. Why don't we, you know, why don't we pull together to see how to make our children understand you don't have to. There's something different you can do. Absolutely, absolutely. So I want to throw this back to um, our brother James here. James, so, okay, so now you're in Oakland, and you have this wonderful um, business that you've represented for 30 years. Did the Black Panther Party reach out to you? Are you part of their a resident collective, or how did you find out about this this uh, wonderful event? And were you on the list? Did you get to go to everything? How much was? I mean, what was it a blackout? Tell us what happened. Well, actually, I was. I was invited to participate in the uh, event a couple of months ago, but I unfortunately weren't able. To, I just wasn't able to do it. I didn't have the time. And I was sort of wrapped up in some other uh, projects. Um, but, yeah, I was offered it. Um, Kathy Adams, who is a extraordinary uh, organizer and planner, special events, conferences, and what have you, she, she reached out to me at the, um, the annual event that we have in Oakland called Art and Soul. And she and I was talking. Oh, yes. We love yeah. Art and Soul. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So she says, hey, you know, the 50th is coming up, and 
you know, there's going to be a lot of things going on. Mm-hmm. Be interested. And, you know, I kind of hid hard a little bit. Um, and so basically I didn't follow up. I didn't uh, offer any of my services. And quite frankly, the event went off just incredibly well. And um, so um, I'm very proud of uh, Kathy and the rest of the host committee that put this event on with all of the workshops and all the special events. And I attended as many as I could based on my time and availability. Um, And to be honest with you, I wish it would continue another week or two because it was that good. I love it. Well, you know what, everybody, you're listening to T25CL.com, which is our parent company. Uh, We specialize in film, television, media, radio, and uh, also we have a website with artists where you can go find your local artists, download their music, support local artists through our website. We're on Galaxy Talk Radio, and we've got a caller right now, Dane. I'm going to go to the caller. Hey, you're live on Straight Talk. State your name and tell us if you have a question or a comment. Hello. Hello. You're live on Straight Talk. Oh, okay. Hi. It's Patience. From... Hello, Patience. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. How are you? Oh, I'm doing well. I hope we'll get to see you. Um, everybody, this is Patience Valley, and she has a cooking show, and she's part of the Teaching Brazil family, a businesswoman from the motherland, and we're hoping to see you this weekend. Will we be seeing you? Yes. Oh, wonderful. That's all we can say is a hush hush. But tell me your comment. I know it was about business. because Okay. A uh, couple of things. I've been listening to everybody, and I've been pondering on all these points for quite a while. And my comment would be, number one, I think the black community needs leadership, structure, and a real community in the sense that if someone were to look for um, a black hairdresser or African-American hairdresser, they should just know where to go. And there's no sense of community anymore. You don't feel like you're connected. So I think we need to continue these talks and have some leaders who will step up, like the Martin Luther King, step up and try to bring people together so we can feel one another. I think we've lost that sense of family. We've lost that sense of belonging and community. We can point fingers all we want, but what is it that really brings us together? What is it that when I think about that would make me want to go to a black shop? So I think we need to continue raising the awareness, the dialogue, and try to continue bringing one another to our family meetings, to uh, community meetings, to all kinds of events that engage this, this dialogue. It's just a oh, I think that I think that is just perfectly said, Brother James. What do you think about that? Oh, I think she raises a excellent point, and I agree with her. And I think that what we have to do as a community is first of all start at home. I think some of the basic things that we have lost, and that you know, and I'm not pointing fingers as she stated, but I'm just saying in general. Some of the basic things that we lost as a community is, base, is first of all, just sitting down at 
the kitchen table for breakfast, lunch, or dinner within our family and talk about some of the challenges we have in our community and what we can do to overcome some of those challenges. Even if we were talking about discussing finances, discussing um, you know where we're going to shop or what events we're going to support and try to do it as a family. And then as our children grow, uh, they'll know the significance and the importance of doing just that thing. You recall there used to be a time when families would always gather for Sunday dinner. Whatever you were doing, you had to be at home at 6 o'clock, and, you know, the matriarch of the family would sit down and have a, a wonderful feast, and people can talk and share well, we have to get back to that. We got to really get back to basics and start doing things such as that. And then, of course, we can, as a family, go out and reach out into the community to support the businesses and support uh, those that look like us and figure out ways how we could then create a much larger community with other family members and other friends and then have people over and we could talk and chat. We don't even speak to each other as we pass each other on the street nowadays. So we really got to get back to basics. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, Patience, I have a question for you. Sure. uh, Now you're from uh, Cameroon. Oh, Cameroon, right? Yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So um, as you were a girl coming up, what did you hear and learn if you could just give me uh, like a two minute synopsis what did you learn and hear about the Black Panther Party? Well, I didn't know much about it when I was in Africa. Uh, when I came over here, I, all I heard was negative, you know. And as I continued to read, I realized there were people who were fighting for the right, for their rights and the rights of others. Um, I am here today to learn a little more so I don't want to claim to know too much about it, but that's what I know, that they were fighting for their rights and the rights of others. Okay, so I'll, I'll take it from here, and, and then we're going to go back to Brother James and then to Rodney for his comment. Um, I just want to say that uh, in 1960s, in the 60s, uh, there was a police uh, force that was sent up here from Los Angeles, and that was a very oppressive uh, police uh, chief and uh, several uh sergeants that were to contain and control the blacks um, because it was a very uh, uh, segregated uh, area. Oakland, California was very segregated. And uh, And so they came up and they came with force and brutality and they were uh, very brutalizing to the young people. And so what they started was a community uh, watch program. And this community watch meant that if my brother gets pulled over here, let's say Brother James gets pulled over, then uh, it's our duty, uh, you and I, patients, to stand and watch and observe until we're sure that he gets where he needs to be and he is safe in custody. Uh, We're not going to let them kill us. So Huey P. Newton and Bobby Steele, of course, there was Eldridge Cleaver and several uh, leaders, uh, Elaine Brown, uh, Catherine Cleaver, uh, uh, the statement went like this. Um, The police are um, in our communities not to promote us, our safety, or our security, but they are here to contain us, to brutalize us, and to murder us. Sounds kind of like 
the same uh, situation that we're having right now. So, uh, Brother James, could you tell me um, what happened this weekend? Well, um, you know, actually it was more than – it actually started a couple of weeks ago with some smaller um, – events and presentations at uh, various venues throughout Oakland. Um, But I have to tell you that this weekend was great. I think I went to an event on Friday. Uh, Well, I did. I went to an event, was it this past Friday at Jeffrey's, where a lot of the original members of the Panthers were there, along with uh, Frederica Newton, Huey Newton's former wife, and uh, Tarika Lewis, who was the first female member of the Black Panther Party, uh, was there. And just like some of the founding members were there. Uh, and so, but this Saturday they had the gala, and the gala was outstanding. It was like, it might have been like the... L.A. version of the BET Awards, but it was the Black Panther Awards, even though... I love it. So were you on the list? That's what we want to know, Brother James. Were you on the list? Yeah, well, you know, I instead of walking the red carpet, I walked the black carpet. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was, a, it was an extraordinary event, but I also wanted to comment on uh, what our guests uh, had just stated about the Panthers and uh, the misinformation she got about it prior to getting more information on her own. And that's, in fact, what the government was trying to lead people to believe, that the Panthers were some sort of terrorist organization. And they say that about all people who are groups of people who oppose the brutality that they have been doing for centuries against people of color. I mean, what took place in 1966, October 1966, when the Panthers was organized, were some of the same things that we see today, but now that we have video cameras, we can actually shoot video of the police misconduct and brutality. But that has been happening for years and years and years, decades, and most people didn't have the courage or they didn't have the foresight that Bobby Seale and Huey Newton did to say enough is enough. And well, I, I think, Brother James, I think it's also important to say that they were both very educated uh, men, uh, being that Huey P. Newton, I won't say he was my friend, but I did get a chance to meet him and discuss with him, and I found out that he was a doctor, uh, became a doctor at Merritt College. Uh, Bobby Seale, also very well educated. Catherine Cleaver. I mean, you're talking about scholars and people who were great thinkers that masterminded over 200,000 uh, 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 soldiers and, um, and, and, and uh, lo- locales or what would you call them, offices across the nation. This was not just in Oakland. It was born in Oakland, but it became a revolution across the country. And this is what I think was so frightening to um, J. Edgar Hoover and uh, to the FBI because uh, they founded COINTELPRO, which was specifically dedicated to the murder 
of the leaders of the Black Panther Party. And this is how it went. Uh, everybody, you're listening to T25Sales.com. And uh, this is Galaxy Talk Radio, your host, Barbara McGee. And, hey, uh, wealth expert, my executive producer, Mr. Rodney Best. Did you have a comment? You want to jump in there? We've got a caller well, on the line. Go ahead. Well, you said... Well, you said what was really great was you said it became a national movement because, see, back in the 60s, in 1966, I was a young man in Franklin Township, Somerset, New Jersey, and we started what they called the Vanguard. I remember my uh, uh, friend's uh, brother, Kenneth uh, Pittman, who lived down down the block from me, invited me to a meeting. And in Franklin Township, on one side of the city was black people, and on the other side of the city was white people. We had race riots in our school. And, you know, my mission that I became, when I said I got to high school, I said I'm going to stop the race riots and start educational riots. And and um, and we started, we started doing that. And I think the focus on black education from what we learned from the Black Panthers party movement gave us an opportunity to see that the only way to advance in this man's system of of democracy was to infiltrate and become a part of it. James, that's what we're missing today. When I came to the chocolate city of Oakland, California, we had representatives, we had politicians, we had business people, we had event organizers who were organizing for the advancement of black people. Today, today, the apathy runs really high. We have event organizers that are in, it's in the pocket. It's all about your pocket. We have black people that's all about your pocket. We have citizens that's all about your pocket. And, you know, I, I, I've shared this with Barbara many, many times. I, I might lose a few friends tonight. I might lose a few friends tomorrow. But the bottom line is, what about our children? You know, because how much wealth can you attain and the kids don't receive? I mean, Oakland today, what about our children? I'm going to leave you with this. Right now, we got a measure coming on the ballot to increase the income of the educational providers, the teachers. Somebody look up the statistic of African-American teachers in Alameda County over the last 13 years and shock yourself the way I shocked myself and see who's getting ready to get that money. That's all I got to say. Put it right there, Barbara. Back to you. Uh huh. Well, you know, I just want to say that uh, I want to expound on what he said. Now, uh, Brother James, you're well connected. We've heard about your organization. Tell us the name of it one more time. African American Business Exchange. Yes. So uh, I'm sure that within your business uh, diaspora, there is a need for mentorship and partnership. And I mean, this is what we need as an African American community. But as Patience said, um, she didn't know that much about what was happening with the Black Panther Party in the 50th annual or its existence. So do you think that it was well publicized and do you it was offered to the people for the people or was it more of an elitist 
I mean, did you have to buy tickets? Was it expensive? Well, let, let, first of all, let me just uh, comment a bit on Rodney's uh, statement, and I I can't disagree with you at all, Rodney. I think you were you're on point. I think that you know, unfortunately, too many people are uh, looking at their personal bottom line versus sacrificing and giving back to the community. Now, it's a situation where people are doing work to survive, to pay their rent or keep the lights and buy food, then, you know, you got to understand if they, that's all they got, that's all they got. But there are people who are in very key positions uh, that's just, they can give back. They can offer resources and information to our community that is suffering. I mean, you just look on these streets and these are like the walking dead. And it's unfortunate. And it's not just Oakland. It's in many areas throughout. So now back to your question, Barbara. Um, I, I wasn't on the inside to know how it was being publicized and how it was being marketed. But um, at this particular event, the couple of events that I went to, it was capacity, like the gala on um, Saturday night, this past Saturday night. It was oversold out. It was standing room only. Uh, and the type of event that it was, it was a uh, an event that you can't, you know, I'm just being honest, you just can't give it away. You know, the, the food was high-quality food, catered in. The venue was beautiful. The decorations was beautiful. As I stated, it was like at a BET award, something that I'm, I'm just mentioning that particular event to try to correlate something so that you can imagine that it was a uh, – it was definitely an event that not the common person may could afford or could have, you know, be a part of, no question about it. And so – but was it publicized? I would think so, because like I said, it, it was, I think it was less than just under a 1,000 people there. But there were wow. the doctors, the lawyers, the politicians, and then there was just common people like me, you know. So. I love it. But, but, but let's face it, Brother James, you're not that common, and you have uh, the resonance about yourself that you'd be on my guest list. So uh, what my, I, I'm concerned because, I know what we fled open. And I I use that word uh, uh, um, to really pontificate uh, my love for Oakland, but the ridiculousness and the amount it costs to live in Oakland and the value and the danger that I was susceptible to as a single parent. So I left Oakland and came here because I needed to have a better life. So what bothers me is that Oakland has been, uh, we have fled. We didn't leave on our own free will. We had to get dope because we refused to have an accident befall one of our children. We refused to be one of the statistics in one of those drive-bys. And it's not happening to white people. Did you see any of the forums talking about that? And then we have a caller on the line, and I want to get to patients. Go ahead. Uh, to answer your question, no, I didn't attend any forum that specifically discussed those those issues. Hey, hey Barbara, real, real quick before we move move away from it, 
when you say that the population, the invitees were those of success from career, my my point specifically, what about the seniors that lived through the Black Panther movement? Why isn't there any push to make them part of a gala and, 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 and make it affordable for them that are now on fixed income, who, 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 who lived in these streets, walked these streets, and made these streets livable for us? That's, that's the part that I'm saying that's missing from the black community. And that's what I think Patience was talking about. Uh, you know, that, 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 that family connection, James, that we once had. I mean, it wasn't so much going out to say, okay, we got a balloon on the table that looks like it's a, a chandelier. Well, no, it was, it, was, it was like, okay, I'm going to make sure that Miss Jeffries down the street, Miss, Miss, Miss Mobley over here, and, 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 and Mr. James over here, who was down with the, the Democratic Party movement, back 35 years ago when we were trying to get equal rights, make sure that they can come in fellowship amongst us. You know, empty out the senior citizen homes of the black seniors and, and make them feel like they were a part of something. You know, that's, Excellent. I mean, I, I, don't know, I don't know if I can, you know, if, if, if the organizers felt in that capacity, you know, maybe being outside in the Primary Park, maybe being downtown Oakland at, at City, City Square was where they felt that was being created, but I didn't. I didn't see that. I didn't see that where we were encouraging to get that backbone of the family out there. I didn't see it. Okay, everybody, you're listening to Teach Your Five CL. This is Pop. I'm the girl Barbara McGee, a celebrity makeup artist to the stars. My co-host, a rust health expert, and we have in the penthouse tonight, Mr. James Moore, and. Uh, he runs a consortium in the Bay Area that is a nationwide consortium. I'll give you the name of your business again. It is the African American Business Exchange. Business Exchange. Uh, do you have a website, sir? Uh, we have a Facebook page. Our website is uh, under construction. We're revamping it, and it'll probably be up in a couple of weeks. Oh, okay. We, have a, we do have a Facebook page. It's called African American Business Exchange Bay Area. Oh, I'm going to join that uh, as soon as the radio show is over. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're coming right back to you. Uh, we've got a caller on the line. I'm going to see if the caller has a question or a comment. Hey, you're on Straight Talk. Uh, state your name if you have a question or a comment. Okay, we have a listener, and that's okay. We love our listeners. We love our listeners. Patience, I want to come back to you. Patience, okay. Yeah. So, so as being part of TT5CL and being in our family, having a, a cooking show and all the wonderful things you do, I know you just were here in Los Angeles and you uh, tell us you did the uh, African Film Festival, was it? At Nollywood, Los Angeles Nollywood Film Awards. It's, Absolutely. The yeah. Nollywood Film Festival. And uh, so we understand uh, the magnitude of, 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 of what these uh, type of galas and these type of situations uh, uh, take. We understand that there has to be a certain uh, reservoir for ticket sales. We have to have a certain level of participation, pre-sold tickets. It all has to go down. Uh, but, Brother James, my question for you is, 
and I know you have to go, but we, we have to have you back. Okay. <laughs> because you are most eloquent and most interesting, and we have really enjoyed your stay on the penthouse couch. <laughs> but we just want to we just want to say that uh, there were many many different events because you told me before uh, when we were doing our breakdown, you told me that um, there were so many events that one person couldn't attend them all. So uh, from, could you give us a little? Um, overview on how that worked, how the community was involved, and then tell us a little bit about your takeaway from the 50th celebration of the Black Panther Party, and where do we go from here? Well, um, let me just give you an example of one of the events that, uh, and again, unfortunately, I didn't make it, but they had a tech summit um, that talked about mastering technology for self-determination. Um, and, you know, they basically, from what I was told or what I understand, they were trying to look at the uh, Black Panther Party 10-point program and how it would work today via technology. And we all know how critical technology is today. And if young black children are not, or young black adults in general are not, involved with technology in some sort of way, you're going to be uh, in a very difficult position for survival. So the Tech Summit had Mm -hmm. some of the uh, former Panthers on the panel, and um, it was, um, I think, like last Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. And, um, you know, so those are the kind of events that was incorporated in this entire week or two of uh, celebration of the Panther Party, and most of the events and workshops, all all of them had a Black Panther, a former Black Panther member, being a part of it, speaking on it. And oh, then, of course, that was yeah, and then, yeah, and, and they had uh, Bobby Seale, the co-founder. He had a roast. They had some special events for him. And uh, and again, I unfortunately I just couldn't get to all of them, but I I, w- I was aware of them because they posted a lot of this information on social media. And oh, very so, good. Yes, yeah, well, that's... Uh, we had a chance. Uh, one of my uh, the um, charity of my choice and a friend of the show, Lorraine Taylor. God bless you wherever you are. The um, CEO and inventor of what is called One Thousand Mothers to Prevent Violence. Uh, when she dedicated the app, the safety app that you use on your phone, uh, you go to your phone and put 1,000 mothers to prevent violence in your phone, and then you get an app that allows no, you to uh, go to the cloud with any information uh, uh, that resonates. Like if you're, dan- if you're in danger, you're at the bank, and you see somebody behind you. And it's like, oh, my goodness, I don't feel comfortable. I'm going to make a call. You pick up the phone in this app. Well, anyway, at the dedication at City Hall in Oakland, uh, there was, can you believe it, Elaine Brown. So we had a wonderful afternoon as we had a full uh, nine-course catered meal right outside the mayor's office. It was so funny. Uh, She was so afraid to come out. They literally pushed the table right up to her front door, and she remained in her office until we dispersed. 
Interesting. Yeah, that was that. That was that. That was that time we 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 uh, bumped into her talking to Ronnie Lott Investment <laughs> Group about the oh, Coliseum. She used that as right. a way not to come I, out and support that. Yeah. Said, Right. She still hasn't come out to talk to Eddie Le- Eddie the You know, right. so we you, I we we brother 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 James, we, we have enjoyed you immensely on the show. Thank and, you for uh, having me. I appreciate yes, it. We wanna have you and your business uh, consortium back on the show. So because we wanna have an opportunity to be able to talk a little bit about how to use T two five C L if I may say. And to be able to uh, solidify black business and service that across the world. I mean, we don't have to stop at New York. We're on the World Wide Web, and that includes as far as Madam Patient's hometown, uh, which is in Cameroon. <laughs> we can talk, we can talk to, uh, to everybody we want to talk to. Hey, before you go, we got L.A. on the phone. Let's see who this is. Hey. You're live on Straight Talk. State your name. Do you have a question or comment? Uh, yes, this is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. And I just, and I, and I just, yes, and I just tuned in. So I'm just like, I've been busy. I just, you know, got into Orange County. So I'm basically just tuning in right now. Oh well, we appreciate everybody. This is another Teaching by CL radio host. Uh, this is Lorenzo Murphy, and he has Monday nights at seven thirty called Compton Politics. Politics. <laughs> and you know what? We're so happy to have you on right now. We're talking with a brother uh, who is the CEO of African American Business. Um, uh, exchange, and uh, his name is James Moore, and so is his organization, and he attended the 5th Annual Black Panther Party uh, celebration uh, this weekend in Oakland, and so that's basically what we were talking to him about. Uh, so go ahead, uh, James, why don't you give us your final thought? Well, uh, again, I, thanks for inviting me uh Barbara, you and Rodney for having me on, and I think you guys have a great program. So important that uh, we as as a community continue to find ways to network and work with each other. I mean, a lot of people talk about, you know, we're already buried and they're throwing the final dirt on us but as a community, but, you know, we can continue to throw it back out and stand up and get out of the grave. It's It's not over until, you know, the Heavenly Father says it's over, until the universe says it's over. So I just want you guys to continue. I want to encourage you to continue your programming that you're doing because, you know, it's a a spark that can lead to a flame. So let's just keep it going, and thanks again for having me on. Oh, man. Definitely welcome. Definitely welcome. Uh, you know, Absolutely. I look- and before you go, I just want to tell everybody, all those, uh, you know, we're voting. We're voting. Everybody, we're voting. And I just received my ballot, Rodney, in the mail. Can you believe it? And guess what, Rodney? I filled it out, and I was ready to put it and put the stamp on it. And guess what? What? you got to have two stamps. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, look, you know, I put, that was I, put funny. For, I put two forever stamps on my mom's development. <laughs> oh, that's right. Hey, listen, they're getting us every which way. You got, 
somebody put on Facebook that can you believe? And James, whenever you'd like to go, you may go, sir. God bless you. We'll be talking to you in the week. But All you right. know this. Can I can I can I say, can I say one thing about that election? Uh, it's a yes. video up on YouTube and Facebook where a young lady and her husband went out to vote, and you got to be aware if you're doing an online if you're doing I'm going into the booth, you got to watch out because Donald Trump has rigged the machines. When you vote for Hillary Clinton, it will jump to him. So whoever you so whoever so whoever. You know, going out there to vote, let them be aware because it's really happening. It's really going on. It's really going on. And you know what was really me, Lorenzo, is, is this double stamp. I mean, this double stamp. Who knew I needed a double stamp? So if you don't double stamp, that's a dollar, then guess what? Your vote is not going to count. You know, we've got so many issues, and, and, and I'm voting, and I'm going to be very upfront, even though I have the privilege of a secret ballot. But, Rodney, I'm voting for Hillary Clinton. And I want you to know that neither one of these politicians have an agenda that aligns for uh, what I feel is necessary for the success of African Americans in the United States. But we're going to have to make a decision. And the interesting thing about the Black Panther Party is that's just what it was. It was a party for political change. And that's what we have to realize. Lorenzo, uh, what has the, what has Okay, been? and I'm signing off, and thanks again. I'll talk to you guys another time. Oh, All right, Doctor. Thank you. Thank you, right. Thank you. We'll have to have you back. Rodney was fabulous. Okay. Yes. So um, we have you on. Uh, tell us a little bit about how L.A. is feeling. Did you go to Taste of Soul this past week, uh, Lorenzo? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't want to be around all those people because uh, I'm focusing on more of the planning of the change for people, not gathering people together and making a lot of money in your own certain way, you know. Um, right. I didn't make it. I, I, I stayed home because I knew I had other things to get ready for besides, you know, going there and doing that. I didn't enough. I'm on another mission, but I'm sure it was a very well uh, event. Uh, I haven't heard anything bad about it. Um, I'm knowing a lot of people that performed there. Uh, and I know this was a lot of money made. And I just like to know where all this money went. I mean, where did this money go? Where is this money going? That's my whole question. It's like you gave a taste of souls, three, four, five hundred thousand people. The booths cost almost seven hundred dollars a piece. It was over a thousand, what, four, five hundred booths. Uh I mean really, where's the money going? I love it. I love it. And the people are still in the streets, they're still starving, everybody's hungry. I mean, I don't understand really what's going on. Now, you know what? The greatest thing, you know, we got this big secret. I have patience. Patience. Say yes. hi to Lorenzo. Hi, Lorenzo. How are you? Hello. How are you? I'm good. Now, listen, we're going to close the gap on Sunday because we'll all be together in one room. And I do want to have a chance for us to rededicate our lives for the future of 2017, T25CL and Galaxy Talk Radio and all of its stars. So at this weekend, we're going to have a wonderful event. It's a secret event. I'm not allowed to talk about it, but you know i got a big mouth. i got to talk about something. <laughs> hey, I ain't saying nothing. I'm letting you do all the talking. Guess what? This is your show. 
Political people call in too. That's running for state senate too, and that'd be great. Yeah, well, let's do it. Let's put yeah. it together so we can inform our listeners and our our uh, T25CL audience as to what the trickery is behind some of these uh, propositions and what they really do mean. Who's behind them? Because that's the most important thing to know. Now we're in a we're about to run out of time here, so we want to go right around. Uh, patience. Well, I'm going to give you two minutes to close out. Tell us how your cooking show is going, and tell us what color you're wearing on Sunday. <laughs> I don't know what color, uh, but the cooking show. I'm bringing a lot of ingredients from Africa, and I found a place out here with a lot of bananas and plantains. So we're going to be shooting some out there to look like Africa. But I'm bringing culture, I'm bringing history, and I'm bringing medicinal values of the ingredients that we, we use in Africa that could be helpful for our health here. So, oh, exciting. So I, I believe it's going to be good for us and for our children. So that's going to be a legacy. The book is going to be a legacy. So the other kids coming up can have something to refer to for their history. I love it. Well, we're excited. We're so glad you had took out the time to call in on Straight Talk tonight. And, you know, I just look forward to you having – a uh, Sunday night patient. I would like to call in on your show. <laughs> oh, that would be wonderful. I'll, I'll, I'll stay yes. in touch and I'll let you know when it's going to happen. I would love that. I would love that so much. I look forward to seeing you this weekend, my sister. Uh, tell me, Lorenzo, who was on your show Monday night and who's coming on next Monday? Well, you know, I had technical difficulties. So I didn't have a show, um, and and you know, in Monday night coming up, I would love to start off the week of you know we talking about my show will be the first night that we can talk, so you can call my show. <laughs> we can start off the show about really educating people about the voting and what's going on, like the little things we just said. Like you, can, you they, people don't know you got to put two stamps on it. Uh, people don't know that the machine is driven to Donald Trump. I mean, this is important. These are little things, you know, that's so important. There's other things we will find out throughout the week because I'm doing a lot of research. 
Absolutely. I have I have my book here and I have my ballots and I you know I'm in uh, uh, San Bernardino County. You're in LA County, and then we're going to get Rodney. Rodney, can you come to the table with your Alameda County, and I think we'll be able to educate our audience for uh, the pros and cons of the proposition, since it was your idea, <laughs> correct? Sounds like sounds like a winner to me. I tell you, it's uh, it's something that I think is needed in this in this uh, uh, election, in along with the things that we really need to just to feed ourselves on to understand how the change is how the change is really coming down. In 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 uh, in, in, if, in if we don't, and if we don't, the apathy of the apathy of the apathy. Uh, I'm sorry, I got a stuck record there. I have to get back to you next week and let you know what I mean by that, okay? <laughs> okay. Hey, you guys, we got one more caller on the line. Maybe it's the Galaxy Chief. Let's check it out. Hey, you're on Sir Ray Talk. State your name and do you have a question and comment before we close the show? Hi, this is Alexis White, and I was just listening to the show. I like it a lot. Oh, wonderful. Oh, well, this is a friend of mine. Let me just introduce her. Uh, she is an actress uh, that I have had the opportunity of meeting, and uh, you know that we have and support and mentor young people within our diaspora at teach5sales.com. So you will be hearing more from this young lady, and I'm so glad that God has allowed me to be her friend. She has wonderful parents. She lives in a wonderful community, and we're just thankful that you're a listener. All right. Well, listen, everybody, we are at the hey. end of our program. Rodney, you want to take it away? Yeah, and, and, and one last thing, one last thing I would love to say to the American public, especially Americans, let's get Donald Trump off of social media from now until the election. Do not post anything about Donald Trump. Let's, let's. I mean, let's blank him out. You know, we we're we're being bombarded. We're being bombarded on the news. We're being bombarded on social media. Hey, if we really want this man down, let's take him down right now. Do not post anything concerning Donald Trump. That's my message to America. I agree. I second that motion. I second that motion. If you post him on my page, I'm going to block you out. I'm letting you know. I'm blocking you out. So if you post anything about Trump, you are hasta la vista, baby, because we need to take him down. Stop talking Absolutely. about him. Stop doing it. Absolutely. And in close, I just would like to uh, take a moment and just uh, give a shout-out <clears throat> to, uh, and I still miss him, my heart is still broken, to France. And we know that he dedicated uh, millions of dollars to Sheila E. and to the coding efforts for young people in Oakland, California. And I want to thank the Black Panther Party for taking out the time uh, to recognize uh, the coding and how important that is in our uh, upcoming political survival and on our ability to be able to communicate with each other. I want to thank Patience Ozawi for coming on our show. I want to thank Lorenzo Mercy with Compton Politics. Politics. <laughs> and he's 
guest, who is my wealth expert, our wealth expert, my dear friend, and also the executive producer to this show, I'd like to point you out for tomorrow at 7.30 to Lawson Corner. I also would like to cheer you for Thursday night with Soul Vibrations with Pastor Dr. Kwaku and Corey Jeffries. And on 7.30 on Friday night, we have Sonia Keys, Keys to the Kingdom. Again, our congratulations goes out to Valerie Sprout for the Bay Area Black Music Achievement Award, uh, to Ms. Uh, Bernadette Coleman, who is the Youth Advisory Committee for the NAACP in Northern California, and for, of course, Ms. Attorney at Law, Moni Law, our heroes. Uh, uh, heroes and uh, anyway, Rodney, I thank you again. I'll see you on Sunday. Thanks. Yes, yes, and yes. To, and to all, a good night. I'll be there. Good night. Hey, Renzo, that's the word. Stop posting yeah. Trump. Stop posting <laughs> Trump. Stop posting Blank Trump out. out. Blank Trump out. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.